Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we get started, we want to tell you about Annie's Kit Club. Discover craft kits that inspire and delight with a subscription to Annie's Kit Club. Their kits are designed for every type and level of crafter. From woodworking to beading, knitting to card making, Annie's has just the project. Our girls love to do crafts. They love all sorts of things, and this would be perfect for them. And as we go into the holidays, this would be a great gift idea for your child or a friend or a nephew or niece. Head to our show notes on the episode and click Annie's Kit Club. And enter promo code MOMVOICE for 50% off your first month at checkout. Again, go to the show notes and look for Annie's Kit Club and go ahead and click there and use code MOMVOICE for 50% off. You can find all of our discounts and partnerships at themomvoice.com. Click shop the show and you'll see all of our favorites right there. Now on to the show. Okay, Lauren, I had one of the biggest mom brain moments of probably the last year personally for me okay (laughs) it was one of those afternoons kids were home we were doing the rush to get changed for dance and out the door and everything and I couldn't find my phone okay and I'm supposed to be like leaving and anyway I was still kind of on point for work I needed my phone I literally tore my house up could not find it anywhere and I'm like oh whatever like I get go out to the car. Kids are already in the car. And I was like, oh, I need a Diet Coke. I go out and open my fridge out in my garage and my phone is sitting in the fridge in- on the top shelf of the fridge. And I legit have no recollection of how it got there. Oh, wow. I was funny. like, what the actual heck is going on? Like, I'm just moving that fast. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. I think what may have happened, I did go to the grocery store that day. And I don't know if my hands were full and I'm throwing stuff in there. But like, who does that? Who puts their phone in the fridge? I know. Funny. That is funny. It is funny when you see weird things in the fridge and you're just like, what? Or like when you go to put something in the pantry and it goes up in the fridge. And I mean, but a phone. Yes, that's pretty. I just felt so stupid. I was like, this is such a like, what do you call that? Not a synonym. And oh, my gosh. Wow. My brain. I just lost all the literary terms. A metaphor. Oh, metaphor. I was like, oxymoron. Yeah. I need to go back to school. Such a metaphor for my life. Yeah. Like truly. Yes. It's, it's all a, jumbled. It's been a little crazy oh lately. Oh my gosh. I'm I know. just like, Sarah, you are like losing. Because I was buzzing my watch. You know, that's yes. th- that's all the Apple Watch is good for, yes. in my opinion. Amen. Is like finding your phone. Yep. And so I'm buzzing that sucker and I can't hear it anywhere. I'm like, what? I Anyway, it was just such a mom moment. I'm like, girl. Have you ever left your phone like somewhere outside of the house? Yeah. Not that I can remember. I'm no. trying to think. Oh, I know I have. I'm I shocked absolutely I have. have. 
I'm just trying to think of like where it was. I mean, I've told my horror stories of the keys here. I've done that a trillion times, but like, yeah, I feel like, and the hard thing with the phone is the gym too. I haven't been going to the gym for a while now, but like when you would put it in the cup holder of the machine and then you're like going to the next one and then you're in the uh, locker room and you're like, oh yeah, my phone. You have to like go back for it. Oh, the worst. But good news. I've actually managed to keep a credit card, not lose it. For more than two months now. So I'm on a streak, Lauren. You're on, on a good run. <laughs> I'm on a good the run. The Wally does help with that, doesn't it? It does, but I it stresses me out a little bit too, just because taking it in and out, I it's just still like I don't know. I don't know why it feels more exposed to oh, me there. I absolutely think it's more exposed more too. Exposed. But I do think the Wally is a super tight pocket. It is. If you don't stretch it out. Yeah. Like FYI, word to the wise, if you get a Wally. I mean, keep as many cards in there as you're going to keep. And exactly. and if you're going to put three or four cards in it and then take two out, it will kind of stretch it and then it hold. won't be tight. Yeah. Yeah. But I only do my license and my card in there, like my, I have my debit card and those two are there constantly and it holds them so tight. Yeah. I never worry about them falling out. I know. I I don't really either. It's just like, I know, I'm, but I'm, they are there. I'm on you high alert them. now. Yes. I have literally, yes. if you've been listening to this year of the podcast, I legit have lost three credit cards over the course of I, a year. I know. And I it blo- it drives me nuts, like blows my mind. And I swore to myself I was going to convert to Apple Pay and I'm so slow to adopt it. What yes. is wrong with me? Right. You should do it. Yes. No, um, well, I have something to say about Apple Pay, but really quick again, and this isn't even a pitch for the Wally. It really isn't. Even though we love our Wally, I feel like the Wally helps me stay more consistent because my phone is always in my hand. Yes. And my signature move was to go and put my card in my back pocket or just slide it in the side pocket or of the your purse. Or love compartment or your, or your console. Yes, your or your cup holder or something. That would be my signature move to just putting it there. But because my phone is literally in my hand 24-7, I just pay, put it right back. I know. And I that know. is really good about it. And or if I'm like in bed, like shopping online the cards right there i check out and it goes right back in i don't put it on the nightstand to put it back in my purse that's where i feel like actually it really does save me i know it's weird it's crazy yeah we didn't plan to talk about the wally but i'm just having phone issues no but i i i don't even say it because that's just how like it's been so helpful and i haven't lost my card in a while apple pay no i agree apple pay is so smart and practical And I was so actually kind of a thing I've like learned lately. I know we've talked about the gizmo and the gab and all that. But like, as of late, a few of my kids' friends have Apple watches. Yeah. And that's like their thing now. Like Uh instead of doing the gab or the gizmo, they have an Apple watch. And then my, my friend was telling me that she can put Apple Pay on it. So if she wants to like load money on it for them. Genius. You can just send them 10 bucks so they can go to their QT or, you know, go to, I don't know, soda shop. So I'm like, that's kind of genius. Because I was like, wanting to try out those like kid debit cards because I like the concept. green light card Yes, that they could just have, like I could accept, access money for them if they, if I, and I never have cash on me and then I can like kind of do the IOU and just get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Apple Pay is kind of a cool idea. Very smart. Yeah. I love that. I know. I know. I'm maybe we do need to start thinking about that because we are at the point where they do need like, 
or discretionary they're at dance, funds and it's here like, and yeah, they're at dance and oh, I'm yeah. hungry and I wanted to get a snack and I, I, I no, never like, have cash. Pretty much everywhere I go now accepts Apple Pay. Yeah. Or, or like another form of like tap payment. Right. And, and it's super secure. I can appreciate that exactly. about Apple Pay that you have to like rec- face recognition. Yes. Like there are security measures. I totally get that. A few episodes ago, I told you about like the fraud going on with card scammers and stuff like that. So it is way more secure. I don't know what my holdup is that I need a piece of plastic and I lose the piece of plastic repeatedly. Yeah. I'm just like, Sarah, get rid of it. Stop. I know. I know. But anyway, I know. Kind of a tangent. Um, have you heard about the new TikTok update? No. Oh, Lauren. What is it? This is probably old news. We're recording on Friday. This goes out Monday. TikTok is rolling out or has already rolled out by this point an adult only content feature. Ooh. So what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It means that, so to remind you, you can be, as long as you're 13 or say you're 13, you can have a TikTok account. I know a few people who are not 13 and have yeah, TikTok accounts. Right, yeah. Um, and as you know, there are a lot of explicit things on TikTok. And I don't think, I think it's a huge um, conversation period with the social media um, industry of how do we protect our kids? Like our kids are being exposed to very adult content and whatever, So they have rolled out this feature where if your content is intended to only be seen by 18 years or older, you have the option to select adult only. And it's also it's within their live feed as well, because apparently the live streams are becoming very popular on TikTok, FYI. And it's where kids are just watching gamers play live oh my they, i mean you know it's like right. it's their tv now like kids are just watching all kinds of things kids doing slime kids it's like the craze of youtube but it's live now right interactive right. you can right. do comments there's commenters there i'm sure there's creepers in the room you you guys just be so aware of what's happening on these apps so but so tiktok made the feature adult only available first of all terrible branding tiktok worst worst name you could give it is adult right oh, absolutely like, i just that already... just screams triple x to yeah, me exactly okay it i just worst branding you could have done i'm sorry but i'll call you out on that secondly which i guess what are your options mature or um yeah mature what are the options i don't know before we go any further We want to tell you about Betty's. If you haven't discovered Betty's yet, it is seriously a game changer, especially in the kids' rooms. Betty's is an all-in-one zippered bedding, making life easier. Made with the highest quality of materials and available in minky or cotton, they have styles that fit any space. We have these on all our kids' beds, and they're especially useful in tight spaces like your bunk bed. So head over to Betty's.com, that's B-E-D-D-Y-S, Betty's.com, and use our code MOMVOICE for 15% off your order. Again, that's Betty's.com, B-E-D-D-Y-S.com. Go check it out and shop while you listen. So now, what is this opening the door to? Yeah, that's because like what truly, that... Because truly, girl, I mean, I literally heard it explained on one thing I was reading as the potential for porn. Streaming porn, yeah. To now be on TikTok. Yeah. And... 
Well, it's there. It, it is, is there. there. You just kind of have to go looking for it and hopefully people are reporting yeah. it mm. or whatever. Is TikTok, can you have private accounts on TikTok? Uh, I wish I knew that off the top I see, of my head. I don't head. even know. Ours TikTok, is public, so I don't know. I, TikTok is such a, I don't even have the app right now. Yeah. Like, I don't even I know do. how it works. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, like, it's on Instagram too. Instagram, you can find graphic and yes. in, in, intense stuff. But I would. But it, I feel like their obscenity filters are a little bit better. Yeah. And they, when you do get reported, I feel like Instagram takes yeah. it pretty seriously. Yeah. I mean, we've been removed for certain things like one or two times. Mm-hmm. I know another friend of ours, they said or something I was looking at and they got taken down. And I was like, that's ridiculous, first of all. But Britney Spears can literally put emojis over her private parts. And that's okay. Right. Like, I mean, come on. Right. Anyway, but no. So they rolled out the feature saying that it was meant for comedians who, so they wanted to restrict the content of adult only comedians um, having or whatever for kids having availability to like Chris Rock or like people who cuss and this or that. I'm like, at that, I mean, yes, comedians the get language, bad and raunchy, right, but I'm worried about like anatomy, p- body parts, sex. Well, I'm worried about say, next level. Stuff. I agree. I agree. I That's what uh, I think a lot of that would be like opening the door for that. But also at this in the same token, like, can these people make money if or let's just say there's just this porn star and she just wants to show yeah. not even full on nudity, but really revealing stuff and photos. Right. Is there even... Or not even photos, Lauren. We're talking live. Watch me get dressed. Yes, right. Oh, totally inappropriate stuff. Girl, it's all out there. No, but like, will people just voluntarily put that out there? Or are they going to save that for those things, um, fans only and stuff like that, where you have to charge to see that? So would it make sense for these people to use TikTok to promote that? But I I guess there are people out there who will do any and all things to get a like, to get an attention, Attention to get comments. Fire girl, you're so hot. Oh, give me more. All the likes, all the comments. I think that's all the payoff they need. Truly. I think there are people who are that insecure about their life. Sorry if you're listening and this is one of you. I'm going to give it to you straight. Who? That's what they live for. Yeah. They live for the emoji. They live for the comments from freaking strangers they have no idea who these people are it just like creeps me out so just word to the wise that is out there and they were saying that it's at alarming rates how many kids are on tiktok now through those ages that that is their new tv so it's now converted to what we kind of the youtube generation our kids watching all the youtube videos now it's tiktok it's shorter you know if they're not just watching their short eight second videos of dances and slime and whatever we hope they're watching. Now the live feature has become very popular is gaining more popularity. Just be aware. I'm just putting it out there as a PSA. I know it is near impossible to control it all and keep track of it all. It moves so fast. The algorithms, the features, it all changes ridiculously fast. And the kids are always a step ahead of us. So FYI, I just had to bring it up. Absolutely. Go read about it. I mean, I heard it on the news yesterday. Okay. And I'm not a thousand percent sure when it rolls out, but just just Google TikTok well, and adult how, only. And did it say anything how it's just by the age of the account set up? 
that you can view it. Yeah, I, it, it didn't go into the details of how they're validating the age. I don't really know that. Because part of me is like, okay, I kind of like that they are trying to filter or censor the more, because uh, uh, it could be there anyways, right? Yeah. But yeah. at least now they're trying to censor the more mature content. I so in a it. way, that is yeah. a good thing. But let's be real, like kids are going to just see it somehow anyways, or just they're saying they're 18 when they're 14 and like whatever for their accounts. Like right. there's no proof. And exactly. so, I mean- so, I mean, a little more information. I did read that in order to be a live streamer, to produce the live stream, you have to have at least a thousand followers. So I don't know how hard that is to do on TikTok these days. I'm not really sure. They won't let you go live if you have under that. And in order to produce a live video, you have to be 16. To, well, I've read one that was 16. I read another one that was 18. So I don't know. Go double check on that. But I mean, that's the other concern is your child getting involved in that, you know, like then I don't I could go down a deep hole with TikTok and all of this. But it's just like, uh, it's just you funny know. how TikTok just feels so different than Instagram. And but I can say that because I'm not even a consumer on TikTok. So I, I guess I could say that a lot of people love TikTok and think yeah. it's so funny it and is. creative and whatever, all these things. But like, is. And I, I, for some reason, just think it's this like scary I place. I, I don't know. know why. I know. And I do and I, think there's an element. I'll defend. I'll play devil's advocate. My feed on TikTok is very mom based because yeah. that's the content I've searched and or Disney or and cooking what or see. whatever. Yes. And so they're feeding me that stuff. I get that. I do think there's a level where you have to kind of go seek it out and you do yeah. have to kind of um, engage in it, make a right. choice. But I mean, we've heard these stories of the, you know, we shared about that mother who the right. guy was grooming her daughter and through that TikTok. And was even through... And, um, it was TikTok. And then they went to Roblox. Roblox. And no, it went from Roblox to TikTok. Oh, t- that's right. That's right. I that's got it what's even so alarming. Roblox, yes. right? Yes. And it's, so it's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. And so I it's guess- It's on Instagram. It's, you know, it's everywhere. So we're just going to kind of give you these reminders periodically to just kind of do a health check with these things. Log into your kid's account. See what their algorithm is feeding them. Like that's going to give you a good measure of the content that they're looking at yeah, or what they've searched Truly, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like you can see those things. And I think it's totally fair for you to do that. You know, and it, this is also just a good yeah reminder to me too. like none of my kids have social media yet. But I, I know that aren't we all scrolling and I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling But like, I just really want to be aware of it around my kids so they don't think it's that important to me. So it doesn't become that important to them. Exactly. And I know it is important to me and I'm on there and I enjoy it. And I think I, I use it in a healthy way. But like, if they think that I, yeah, modeling, like you said, like if they think, oh, well, my mom does it. This, what everyone does. I'm going to scroll and see. It's just such like, yeah, Yeah. slippery slope when they're young and they're young minds and they're curious and they don't know how to like filter themselves. It's like scary. Yeah. And when, while we're talking about appropriate content, this is kind of funny because it was going to be my hit, but I'll just say it right here. Um, I don't know. We were having dinner for once around the kitchen table this week. Like we all sat down. Granted, I ordered in the food, but. At least we all sat down and ate it together. And I don't know. I just got this feeling. I was like, I need to talk to them about appropriateness. Like, 
Because I think sometimes I can take for granted that they kind of know what's appropriate and they don't. Specifically for my Luke in kindergarten, I was like, I wonder if he really knows like appropriate bathroom um, behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, because boys, urinals, whipping oh. it around. Oh, I was yeah. just like going through like the different scenarios. And, and so I was asking little questions like, hey, what do you see in there? Like, what's going Oh, do you? See- oh, mom, there's bums and boys doing this. But I go in the stall. I like going in. He was describing a stall. He's like, you know, the, the, the walls that close. I was like, oh, is that what you do? Like, so I was literally just like kind of probing. And then we, that led to a full family conversation about appropriateness and about like, what's appropriate, what's not. I had them point to their private, like, what do we not show? What's private to us? Like, and just like refreshing that periodically. Absolutely. And like, nobody sees that except mommy or daddy when it's appropriate and a doctor with mommy or daddy in the room, like, you know, when it's needed and like, it is okay. Like just having those refreshing conversations of like boundaries and what's appropriate and what's not. Cause I feel like today, I feel like when we were growing up, there was more of a baseline moral standard in culture. I feel like now like kind of anything goes and I, I don't even know. And I'm not one to even get on that bandwagon a lot, but I think I can just kind of take for granted, like, yeah, what they know and what they don't. Well, and I think you forget that they don't know. They don't they know. They don't know. No. If you haven't told them, someone else or is telling the them something else. It to them. Right. Like, so you know what I mean? It's up to us to clarify, yeah. right, what our standard and our boundary is yeah. as a mom and as a household. And so I absolutely agree. And it's, and it is good because we get in the groove of life and it's like, but it is really important to have those like reminders of yeah. like, um, so, you know, just, yeah, body. Like gotcha. And, and like just making sure they're confident. And so the couple key points, and I'm sorry, I'm going on such a tangent. Um, the, the key points I said is like, especially with content, I was talking to them about content and movies and you know, videos, when you see certain things, I was like, I know that there's just so much, you guys watch a lot of shows and this or that you're going to see videos or TikTok dances or what, because my Kate, she comes home from school every day with a new TikTok dance. She does not have TikTok, but her friends on the playground, they have teach them to her. Oh yeah, they they do. They all have it. They have it. And they teach her the songs and and they have a blast with it. It's fun. They're no, cute dances. The dance movement is so yeah, cool. I, I don't ever say a thing to it because she has fun and she never begs me for the app. She never asks for it. Um, but I said to her, I'm like, okay, I just want you to, you have an idea of like where the line is though, right? Like what dance moves could be inappropriate or what songs or whatever. And she's like, yes, mom, like I know bad words or whatever. And I said, I know, I just want to make sure that like, Really, Kate and Landon, Luke, if you're ever kind of in your head thinking, oh, is this, should I be watching this? That means you shouldn't. Like, that's your, that's your intuition. That's your spirit kind of telling you, like, maybe turn that off. Like, so if there's ever a question of, oh, is this shirt too revealing? Oh, is this, I said, I, if you ever asking the question, is it okay or not? It's probably not. 
for right now. I think that's a great, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I was, we had that conversation and just like how to, how to bow out of things gracefully without being embarrassed or, you know, whatever, or or making a scene of it. Of course. Like there's chill ways to do it. Like just to kind of, you know, Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to pee so bad or like whatever, you know? And more importantly, I was like, you put the blame on your mom whenever you have to. Yes. Don't you dare feel bad about that ever, ever, ever. Because my mom used to say that to me or my dad, make me the bad guy. Totally. And I'm like, I will be the fall guy anytime if you ever need an out. Like, oh, my mom would kill me if she knew I was watching yes, this or this I or love that. that. You know what I mean? So it's funny because I don't know really, not even a conscious choice, but like early on when my kids were super little, <clears throat> I mean, back to Tristan, appropriate and inappropriate, those two words actually are used a lot in my house. They are used a lot in your house. It's weird. Never that, in mine. I don't even know. Evelyn I, comes here and says it. What is she? Yeah. It's just like, that's no, inappropriate. Just like, oh, that is so inappropriate. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. I don't even know. Like it wasn't even a conscious choice. I think it was just like when I was trying to define like right and wrong or comfortable and uncomfortable. We say naughty and nice. Like, yeah, naughty <laughs> and nice. I, I just was prone to using the word appropriate or that's inappropriate and it is so funny because it sounds so like funny coming from little mouse. And even like Caleb as early as like five oh, yeah. would be like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know where or why. And now it's just kind of stuck. But it's like, I, I don't know. I guess I just like leaned on those words yeah. when I was trying to like dissect like, okay, we can do this or we don't do that because it's for what it's just funny. So when you said appropriate, so I had to funny. chuckle because that's so we use that word a lot around our house. And I don't know. I wish there was like a more soft, fun word to say. I know. But it is like we've just been like, oh, that's inappropriate. We don't do that. Or yeah. oh, that's not. Yeah. I know. So, which is so funny. So funny. I don't know. Before we go any further, we want to tell you about Stitch Fix. Using their Style Finder quiz, Stitch Fix curates your perfect, most flattering wardrobe, keeping you trendy within your budget. There's no subscription required and no hidden fees and shipping returns and exchanges are always free. Heading into the holiday season, we all want to be on trend with the perfect outfit for the party. So let the stylist at Stitch Fix help you find a wardrobe that will be just perfect. I use this and I have found some of my favorite pieces that I never would have known about if it weren't for Stitch Fix. While you're listening, go on over to our show notes and click the link for Stitch Fix and use the code MOMVOICE for 20% off at checkout. And don't forget, you can always head over to themomvoice.com and click shop the show to see all of our sponsors and discounts. Now back to the show. Well, that is this is the perfect um, segue into our conversation today. I didn't even know Sarah was going to talk about um, social TikTok. media. I know. I know. But Big we, news. we wanted to talk about kind of how to teach self-control to our kids. Um, self-control, man, it's a, it's a hard thing. So, and, but I think it's such a crucial part of being a successful human. Human. Being, I mean, totally. really, because self-control plays into so many aspects of our life. Um, I mean, and as an adult, you really just use it every single day, having self-control on Every in everything, really, it is really wild when you think about how much you have to really make those choices and control things. I know. I think we're almost blessed and cursed at the same time that we live in an age of excess, excess 
everything. Yeah. Excess content, excess food, excess options, excess, like there is literally so much for every aspect of life like that it can be really hard to like develop that sense of self-control I think if it's not ingrained early on well and it even says here the self is an individual sense of being your own agent with their independent thoughts and behaviors so really it is like I know we're all our own person and we're all raised and believing different things and so we're all kind of we all have our own self perspective and worth on that. But when you want to turn that into self-control, I mean, obviously everyone's going to like do that a little differently, but being able to control ourselves and our thoughts, our actions, our behaviors, and especially when we put that down to our children, really, I guess a lot of it's behavior because it's easy for them to lash out or to throw a tantrum or talk back, but trying to incorporate these like certain, you know, aspects as a young person will only pay off in the long run in all aspects. Oh, but I, oh, I totally think it does in like healthy living mainly, like just controlling yourself with snacks, dieting, controlling yourself with all of all as sleep with every single part of every, everything. Right. right. Well, if we were to give into like the natural man of just like Man, we would be living in a world of chaos and like desire and, and a want. A lot of us do. Let's and, be and a, real. Let's, yes. a lot of my days can be like that. Well, I will be honest. And there's a lot of people in the world that just live for them and what they want. And it's kind of instant gratification. We do very much live in that world today. Yeah. So having to understand the concept of maybe um, time working for something, you know, boundaries. patience, boundaries. Yeah. Um, in, in, in long-term goals and aspects. I mean, that's hugely important to our children too. But today, like we just kind of wanted to break down trying to incorporate the concept of self-control to our kids early on while they're living at home, while they're little kids, because again, it's going to lead into their academics. It's going to lead into their relationships. I mean, even like, I mean, let's be real, like hopefully as a, a spouse or a man and a woman in this world, you don't have those desires or temptations for other people. But even like, you know, there is just temptations all around us for mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So you really have to know yourself and be able to know your boundaries and how to set that self-standard of control. I totally agree. I think there's a couple of things we're going to maybe t- chat about really, really quick. But then I think also just to a note to the parents listening that obviously like the sooner you can be more proactive about these types of things, the easier it can be to kind of implement this into your parenting. But if it's something you haven't really thought about yet and you're into the school years, I totally think it's something you can still gently approach and like try to guide them in the right direction. And I think it definitely as they age and develop, this concept becomes more crucial, but also easier too yes. to grasp. Because I think my oldest, um, I mean, I'll have conversations with him when he flips out at his brother or whatever. And I, I literally say, you have to have more self-control, Tristan. Like you have to recognize the scenario or who you're talking to or it's just not worth it. Like right. you have to control yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and and again, that's just in everything and their time management and their homework and like, you know, what they're eating and the junk or whatever. So I do think it gets also easier to like initiate this conversation as they grow up. But 
if you can like slide it in there with these early behaviors, oh, norms. I mean, like, it even gives uh, stats that like they followed around a group of kids for like five decades mm-hmm. and and talked about like it's the marshmallow study, yes, right? The marshmallow study <laughs> yeah. that you know you set a marshmallow in front of your child and you like leave the room and tell them to wait to eat that until they get back, and if they can, and then they get ten marshmallows because they were able to like control themselves and there's like real truth to that and you do have the kids that grab it within seconds and so those are the ones you're gonna have to like narrow in on yeah i want to give you really quick so yeah they did a study back in the 70s that they took tons of kids they they gave them what lauren just said put a marshmallow in front of preschool age kids told them to wait 20 minutes and if they could wait not eat it they would get a bigger snack a reward right 67% of the children could not resist, and they kind of indicated that had lower self-control. After the test, they followed these kids for five decades, like she said, and and tracked their ability to exercise self-control in various like life circumstances. The kids who did resist, like who did not eat the marshmallow, had higher SAT scores, had educational, more educational attainment, a sense of self-worthiness mm. and the ability to cope with stress better. Oh, wow. wow. Right? Like all from not eating the marshmallow. <laughs> but yes. But it's the concept, the right? Concept. Of the self, the instant gratification, the self. And so they were saying the kids with the lower self-regulation skills, they tended to have poorer health, behavioral, worse behavioral outcomes. The years between six and 12 were considered the key time for intervention for this group. Wow. Right? So there's actual data out there that supports this concept and why it's so important. Well, yeah. So we have just like four tips here kind of to help kind of, you know, maybe bring some ideas into your brain of how to approach it. And, and I don't think it has to be this whole family meeting, stop down, whatever, just like little ways to integrate it into your days, into your parenting, nothing major, you know? Yeah. Kind of foster this whole idea that we can kind of help them strengthen this skill because it's going to be crucial. We're still working on it yeah, as adults. Right. Let's absolutely. It's an ongoing process oh, and gosh. they, they need to know that too. Exactly. I mean, you're not really going to have this dialogue with younger kids. But I mean, obviously this is an ongoing development process for every human. Every human. But I do think, yes, it's so, so crucial. So the first thing is providing a soothing area where children can calm down and focus. So this was kind of like maybe setting a little spot in your home for a happy place that, you know, when they do get overwhelmed or they're kind of stressed out or they're having a tantrum, right? That you can kind of say the the, the word word here was like, go to your what was it? Um, go to their special place. Yeah, I thought yeah. that just sounded so. Go funny. to your safe place. Go to your safe place. Go to your safe like, place. I like go to your happy place. Happy maybe place. if you have like a happy place in the home, if that's their bed or their desk, or maybe it's their book corner or whatever. That if they kind of have a safe zone that you can. And it's funny because I was looking at some other stuff about timeouts and how timeouts were really never initially meant to be like a punishment. Timeouts were meant to be like, let's break away from the problem. Let's remove from the let's situation. Remove, exactly. Let's take a remove breath. Remove yourself from take a breath. the problem, the chaos, the trouble. 
and take oh, that's a breath. So interesting. And, and I think I thought I thought yeah, that is true. Timeout is considered to be punished. Well, mom needs her timeout. <laughs> Let's be real. I want a timeout every day. Yes. I kind of maybe go up in my room once a week and lock the door. Absolutely. Like, mom's on a timeout once you guys. a week, like once a day. Right, yes. Oh, absolutely. I know. But like, yeah, removing yourself to get the breather, and so it's kind of that same concept that you know, so that they have a second to kind of calm down, refocus. Um, maybe gain control. You know, I can remember as a kid, I guess I kind of had a temper. I, I just remember my mom would like tell me to count to five when I was like getting angry or freaking out at something. And I have said that a time or two to my oldest. I see, I didn't really always think it worked with me. Um, so I'm Does like, work now, I don't know if it's a very like helpful Does skill. Does George tell you to count to <laughs> like, five? Count to five. One. <laughs> Can you just imagine if you're like screaming all of a sudden, one, two, three, no. three, four, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I think almost like walking away to your happy place is yeah. a better idea, uh-huh. but kind of whatever needs to like refocus you, yeah. recenter. And I think it could even be something, um, especially if you have a child who does get overwhelmed, like the dynamics of the house, whatever. And we've seen it change in our families from different children over time. Oh, I know. Right. You you know, like they do rotate. I think you could even make it really like a fun date night, like go get them a new bean bag or go get them something fun. Uh, Like, I don't know, make it a cute little corner if you can iron out something in their room. And like, I would define it as such be like, Hey, this is your place. Like when you need a time, mom needs her break from everything. If you ever need a break from the family or if little brother is crying and stressing you out and it's just too much, come up here and right. maybe have Kindle time or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. I don't think there's any problem in like setting, not expectations, but defining what it is and the intent behind it and making it really a fun, calming escape for them. Yeah, truly. I mean, and just the last thought on this, it's like they are so overstimulated all day long. And it is like, actually, there is something to be said for just like quiet. And I actually think my kids would truly have a hard time with that to just be on their own and to just have a moment. And if that's reading a book or but really, even to be screen free, quiet time. It the quiet, like we used to do it a lot when they were little. But now, like we don't do a quiet time. Yeah. But there is a lot to be said for just being able to be alone and be quiet in your own thoughts we for a second. We and that's probably good. do it every other week on Sunday mainly, where it's like, okay, this is like quiet time. Yeah, um, you're not in trouble. We make that clear. Nobody's in trouble, but we're gonna go lay down for a little bit. You don't have to nap, but we want to have some quiet time on Sunday. Go in your room. You can play with your toys, read a book, do whatever you want, but no TVs on. We try and do that. And that was my husband who did that. He was like, they just need to like chill, like go to their room, you know, and not in trouble. I think go to your room is like a bad connotation, but it doesn't have to be. It can can be be their their haven. Yeah. All right. The other thing that we thought we would point out here is. Helping the children understand the impact of their decisions. Mm -hmm. So kind of really, and man, again, this is a concept for adults as much as kids that I think is the quicker they're able to learn this skill, 
that like, hey, my actions have consequences, not only on my life, but other people's lives. Yes. That's like life changing. Oh, yeah. Like you will be a great spouse, a great friend, a great sibling, a great neighbor. If you can like be aware of that concept, I think that's huge. And I'm still working on it. We're all still working on it and we're never going to be perfect at it. But I think helping our kids understand that, you know, there are consequences to actions can help them have a little bit more self-control. And there's a lot of ways to do that. I mean, you can Google this topic and there's tons of worksheets and blogs totally talking about this concept of, you know, understanding the impact of decisions. But I mean, I would maybe sit through one night and maybe give your kids, maybe make it an activity. You, it, it depends on how young your kids are, whatnot, but like an object lesson if they're mm-hmm. younger, you know, okay, if we do this, what happens what would happen? You know, like you could come up with some sort of object lesson. Whereas if they're older, maybe have them like sit with you and like reflect on some things like, okay, what is, what happened when we reacted this way? Like, what was the fallout from that? Yeah, You know what I mean? Like when our temper got the best of us, you know, we were all yelling, we were all angry, this or that how would it have been better or worse if we would have reacted differently? Like maybe like that. really not, not in a mean way, but like just recognizing just kind it. of being aware, yeah. self-awareness, recognizing yeah. like what that actually looks like. And yep. wow, that's a prime example. Yep. I like that. I think so. And just kind of like making your older kids or, you know, tweens understand like what was the motivation behind your when you didn't have any control, yeah. like what like was what, driving that? Yeah. What, how Let's did, figure how did it that out? Feel? Yeah. yeah. What, what was going on there? Oh, I think that's great. Um, another idea is just giving children reasonable choices whenever possible. And so, you know, this is kind of just drifting away from like, yes, no, because I said so, but trying <laughs> to give kind of some more like I said, reasoning, reasoning behind like what you're saying. And like kids, we've talked about this concept before where, you know, kids do like to feel like they're in control or oh, think yeah. they have some say in something or they want the control. As maybe early as like 18 months old. Yes. And maybe that's early. why they are acting out because they feel out of control. And, um, you know, there's this example here about eating. Like if they're not wanting to eat the chicken and vegetables you're making for dinner, you know, you don't like put your foot down and say, well, too bad. No, sorry go to bed, whatever. But maybe having them like, you know, the vegetables might be an issue. Maybe giving them the choice of three vegetables and letting them pick the vegetables that they're going to eat. And we've talked about like this concept of rephrasing a statement or a question instead of saying, okay, go to the car now. I said, get in the car. Okay. Do you want me to give you a piggyback ride to the car or do you want to walk on your two feet to the car? Like, and I mean, obviously that like, or where do you want to sit in the car? Yes. You get sure. first choice, Caleb. If you get to first pick the to seat the seat in the car. Right. Yep. You know, like there are ways to redirect it, but that is just so hard. I'm going to say right now, I'm not one of those annoying people who is that aware in the moment. It's yeah. hard. It is hard. It totally is hard. I think like I, I like the concept of being able to 
engage the child and help them feel motivated to do what you're asking. But I also kind of hate the idea that I have to like equalize control to a child. Yeah. And not that I'm saying, yeah, manipulate the situation. So he'll do what I say. I don't love that. But I do understand like, especially as a younger person, like anywhere from like three to seven, like they feel more validation when they get to contribute to what's happening. And we're talking as little as go empty the dishwasher, go get in the car, put on your shoes. Like which pajamas. is it, which is which funny. one do you want to wear? Yeah, which is yeah. funny because you don't feel like you need to negotiate with a child, and I don't. But like, and 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 I know people are probably shaking their head to that because some some are very yeah. good and aware it depends of that. On what your parenting right, method what your style is, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but I do in the perfect world want to say go put your shoes on and get in the car, and it happens. Yeah, and yeah. it usually doesn't. So this is an alternative instead of you as a parent losing self control, or maybe the child flipping out about having to leave, being able yeah. to rephrase or redirect it. Yeah. I totally that might agree. help. I totally agree. And I think kind of something else that just popped into my mind is like setting expectations, especially, and we're, we're very much kind of, um, at least my lens, I'm thinking through this for like my five-year-old to my 10-year-old, right? Like right. I'm in that stage. I do think it helps or I have seen in my life with my kids, a lot of the tantrums or outbursts or whatever comes when they just feel like they're like, there's no understanding of what's happening. And I'm very poor at saying like, or I'm very last minute, like, okay, we have got to go. Let's go. Let's go. Whereas I need to be better about like, okay, 10 minutes, we're getting in the car get, get ready, like blah, 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 blah. Instead of letting them play on their screen up until the time I'm getting in the car. No, I saw this concept actually on a reel the other day and I like loved it about it, about giving your kids like, and she had a cute phrase. I've got to look it up, but kind of giving your kids um, an expectation, kind of an outline. And so like, let's just say after school, yeah, you kind of just say, okay guys, this is what we have today. Yeah. And we're going to do this, this, and this, and this. We're going to go to, um, you know, we've got to go to Target. We're knocking you- out homework. We're well, do yeah, but like say we're going to go to Target. We're not buying toys at Target. We're not buying treats at Target. But if you guys are good and you know do you stay on track when we get home, we'll make those cookies we said. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like you tell them like so that they know when they go to Target, yep. you're not having some battle in the, the toy aisle. They already know, hopefully, yeah. that that boundary's been laid. We're not doing toys today. Like let's keep moving. Let's grab what we need. Let's get home. And we're going to make those cookies. I love that. And by them having this expectation in their mind, especially the little ones, they kind of understand what they can expect and you can understand what you are expecting exactly. from them. And so I thought that was such a smart concept. They actually use this in the terms of actually a day at Disneyland and like laying out the day. We're not buying toys today. We get to pick out one treat. So think what your treat wanted to be. And we're going to each do three rights, your favorite rights. And I thought, yeah, that's so smart to like lay out the expectation because those little minds know kind of how it's going to look. And I would even go as far as if you're starting from ground zero on this, making them repeat it back to you or say, okay, mom, like I, I can't tell you how powerful that has been in my parenting. The concept of making my children just say, okay, mom. And I do make them say that to me on certain things. Good for when, you. I mean, it's something I read on a blog a long time ago, but it's like 
it's it literally does set in their brain like, okay, yeah, I agreed to that. Like we agreed on that. You know what I mean? It's kind of a verbal agreement at that point. I mean, I do make them actually like say the words to me out loud and look me in the eye when we're kind of having these conversations. Oh, I love that. Okay, I just pulled up that reel I was referring to. And it's from a behavioral specialist. And it says it, the word is called priming. So priming your your family, your kids before a big event, before right. an afternoon, before yeah. a day. Like, I just thought that was so great because yeah. then hopefully they can be more in control of their yeah. actions and you can be more in control of your day. Love that. And I don't think it's always needed, but no, you know but, when it's needed. Yeah. And you know I your think, kids. I and think if your every kids- parent has a gauge of like when they're overly tired, when when we need that extra yes. step, you know, I think that's great. Um, or heading into a long Disney day or heading into like a chaotic situation like you kind of gauge. I mean, we're not saying you need to like prep your child for every bedtime or dinner out to eat at Chick-fil-A. No, but you know, you know, you know your kids. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So we hope this helps and it maybe just kind of refreshes a little bit of some things to kind of focus on throughout your day. It's nothing major, but we do feel like it's a huge um, resource or something to be aware of in your parenting approach that could serve you huge benefits down the road and your child down the road. And just as a reminder, every time we sit down to talk to, about any of this, more so than anything, it's a helpful tool to me. It's because we're struggling yep, with it. We want to talk about real. these things. We recognize things that we need to focus on or reset. And every time we sit and talk about this with all of you and we our friends nothing. here, we know, we know nothing and we are a zero. We but really no, don't. But it is like literally like I'm thinking of all the things in my day yeah. and where I can reset and what I need to talk to my kids about this weekend. And like, and it's so good. Yeah, like, no, you, you bring up a great point. How we do produce the content nine times out of 10 is throughout the week, we are talking to things about each other or about our, you know, our parenting our yes. lives. And it's like, oh, I'm like having this experience yes. or this or this. And I very much am an analytical person. I'll go start reading things or this or that. And we'll talk about it. And that's how it comes up. Yeah. It's like we're more trying to work through it than trying to like offer this like sound psychological parenting oh, right. advice. Like we're not in any we're way qualified to perf- do that. Yeah. <laughs> anything but perfect parents here. But I mean, I do do a lot of reading. I do do a lot of blog, parenting resource. I love psychology. I do read a lot of like psychology today every now and then when I've, you know, whatever. So that's a great point. Thank you for saying that. We need to say that more actually. Yeah. That we're totally unqualified to be here. <laughs> I'm totally good. Except that we're in the trenches with you. And, and, we're just and that will be a real this week. Oh we my are gosh. totally unqualified we to totally be are. even here, but oh we're doing gosh. it anyways. We are doing it anyways. This is fun. Oh my goodness. Okay, Lauren, let's wrap this one up with my favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. Our hits and misses of the week. Let's hear what your miss was. What was it? Okay, my miss was really my husband's miss, but um, those are I, always. I know it's kind of yeah. like the family, whatever. I was just telling Sarah, I have to chuckle because my my boys are my two oldest boys are now old enough in the state of Arizona to do a youth hunt, and I've mentioned many times my husband's a big hunter, 
You, you agree or disagree, I know. But that's just like his... Our husbands could not be more different. I know. They really like, couldn't. Legit. Legit. And more different. what's even more ironic is I'm the one who grew up in rural East Texas. Yes. Like in the country. With a hunting brother probably and no, all the he things. Does, my family doesn't hunt, but surrounded by that lifestyle. Yeah. You very much were a Phoenician not surrounded by that yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. I married the city boy. Like you're the city girl. We married the like opposites. opposites. I know. But I guess that's why it works. I know. Maybe. Yeah, so I know. Funny. Isn't it so funny? So, funny. you know, just he is the avid outdoorsman. So anyways, long story short, they it's like here in Arizona, it's like kind of a drawing to who gets to go hunt each a season. Lottery. A lottery. Yeah. Thank you. And they get tags. And so both of my boys got a youth tag and their hunt is this weekend and they're super excited. Well, unbeknownst to, I guess, me and George. My daughter, who is also 10 and old enough, really wanted to go on a hunt this year. I did so just my, die at I that. I know, which I just died. I would she's, never have guessed she's she would have bleak. She's as girly as oh, yeah. it comes, dancer. Just, princess. I, just, I just did not think it was even on her radar. No, I've never heard her say one thing I about know. that. So my husband, I guess, assumed too. And so he didn't even like enter her name or whatever. And she is just so beside herself that she doesn't get to go hunting with the boys. And so she wasn't drawn. And now they're out on their like camp out hunt right now. And she just cried and cried last night. She didn't get to go with them. And there's a few things, a few layers to this. I really like love that she can run with the boys and she can be, you know, she can toughen up and be there with her brothers. I can love that she craves to like do what her dad does and want to spend that time with her, him, excuse me. To spend the time together. Um, and then part of me is like, oh, parent fail, because I think my husband needs to do a little bit better job on like, like seeing her. It's not just a boys club. It's not just a boy thing. I think he like can include her. It's hard because there is like we very much have like the boys and the girls stuff. Like Evelyn is very involved in dance and right. she's very involved in like her friends and she loves to do hair and dress up and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But she is, she can be like, you know, a little yeah. bit rough and tough with the boys too. She can mix so, it up. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so I, yes, I feel so bad because she is so sad she didn't get to go. I don't know how I feel. She'll be fine. But on that same note, I don't know how I feel about my daughter hunting. I mean, yeah. props to her if she wants to do it. I would like, Really never. I mean, I wouldn't mind going hiking with my husband to see what he wants to do and how he does it. But I have no desire to do that on my own at all. Right. So it's just so funny that she like even has the interest. But I think it's also like she craves that time with dad. And it's kind of a missed opportunity. And I feel bad. So anyways. She's going to be great because... Kate's going to be at dance tonight. Yeah, they're going to dance. Fine. Yep. And she's going to be great. So don't you worry. Okay. well, my miss of the week is I really just feel like I don't get enough friend time. Like me, personally. Yeah. I yeah. feel like during when my babies were smaller, yeah. um, that playdates were happening, things like that. Now that Luke's in kindergarten, I don't know. I just feel like it's becoming harder and harder to carve that time out somehow. Is it harder, do it you is think? for me because I work, Because I you work. Yeah. So do you think you fill your time with work or do you think work has just gotten busier? All of it. All of it. I feel like there's just been so much going on with me that, yeah, it's just hard. And I'm, and then also there's the factor that I don't see my kids all day. I don't really want to be gone when, when I'm with, home. when they're home. Yeah. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. Like, 
it's kind of hit me here and there that like, man, I just don't see them that much anymore. I know. It's tragic. I it's know. so sad. I know. And I don't know why it never really hit me like this with the other ones. Maybe because Luke was keeping me so busy. But it's like, I'm this corny. I literally, sometimes when I just get really overwhelmed with like life, I just go into Luke's room and lay and stare at him. I'm not even kidding. Oh, when he's asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I did it last night. I just want to go be with him. It's that book. What book? Forever, my baby, you'll be. Don't even bring up that book, Lauren. Don't you dare bring that book up right now. I am way too fragile to bring up that book. I know. No, but I literally sat there and watched him sleep for 15 minutes. I'm just, I'm just like, this is, it centers me. Yes. It it, does. If that brings you peace, that's such a good thing. It like seeing your baby sleep, it's just peaceful and like, this is really all I need and what Mm -hmm. matters. And, you know, I can, uh, but yeah, I, I, but I do feel like it's just always a struggle. It's always a struggle. And I want to see my friends more. I want to like fill my cup more. Right. But it just is like, dude. I, I know. It's so sacrifice hard. of time. It is. Um, With the carpools. I would and, agree. The play dates and dude. stuff, that's when it, I guess, again, we're like preaching to the younger mamas. Like you think it's such a busy, crazy, hard time. But when you're just like fitting in play dates and running back for nap time, it really is just some of the best times. And I know it seems so exhausting long and long and long and like never ending. But even I like crave those days sometimes. I'm yeah. like when they're all just there accessible, my kids are, my friends are, because we're all on the same stage together. And then now that all the kids are in school and I'm like moving to a different yeah, chapter of life, like, totally. and it's like so interesting it to is. just compare. It it, it, it's like a bittersweet. I mean, today it's, in today's moment, it's like wonderful for a lot of reasons, but yeah, those sweet times different. of just, yeah, I know. nap I've times and better. snacks. And yeah, I know it's so interesting. So make those play dates happen. Get yeah. those, see your don't friends. Don't forget your friends. Yep. That's my Get point. that time in. Um, okay. What was your hit for the week? My hit was, well, we just got personal progress reports. We do kind of like, oh, cool. we do like six quarter like it's not quarters but we are divided into six grading oh, periods which is weird yeah so it literally feels like every three weeks you're getting a personal progress not personal progress 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 report progress reports. yeah yeah grade report or your report card so anyways we just got them this last day or two and um the twins have been doing some tutoring at school for some subjects and they really have worked hard and they've brought up some grades and i'm so happy oh. and caleb's just this straight a student who he is like really surprising me how Yay. natural he is. That's how to Landon it. is too. It's I know. like I, I really feel like and again, my school just it's kind of silly. They do six grading periods and they do a, a grading curve. And they also it's just it's it's goofy. More advanced. It's goofy. Yeah. I I I don't love it for that, but whatever. They're learning a lot. And um and I always feel like first grade was always like a big jump from kinder and they kind of always like not struggled at first, but all my kids were like, sort of, okay, we're doing all right. We're passing by, but Caleb's really thriving and that's really cool to see. I never, I don't know. Maybe he'll be like my brightest or my smartest. It's crazy to watch that happen. Yeah. Just when you kind of have an idea, they struggle, but like, they're like me, you have to work at it. Like it never came naturally. And maybe Caleb will be my natural. Wow, that's amazing. What a good hit. So my hit of the week is kind of piggybacking on our episode from last week. 
when we went to record, I literally showed up to Lauren and I'm like, oh, I'm such a joke. We're going to talk fall and I don't have one fall decoration out at my house right now for for different reasons. We had fall break. We were not because I didn't want it. We had been out of town. I just hadn't like literally had the time to pull it out of the garage and do it. But you guys, my recording that episode, I came home that day and I got so motivated. I decorated with my kids outside a little bit and they were just so excited to get the pumpkins out and wash them all down and everything. And I put my pumpkins out inside and I just, it does. It just makes me happy. I do love decorations. I know. Like we said, it really just sets... The The mark and the tone and memories. It's so fun. I went to Bath and Body and bought all the candles. I saw you bought all the candles. too, right? I was inspired. There was that sale you mentioned. I literally went on and bought that night. So I made that reel and Lauren's like, wait, did you go to Bath and Body and do it? I know. She's like, oh, she pumped it out. She's showing you the sense right now. No, I sure did. I went and did a bulk purchase because I was just in the holiday spirit. And I was like, I need this happiness in my life. And so that was my hit for the week. Um, and I got the kids involved and they loved it and you know, whatever. I have yet to make my pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. That this needs week. to happen this weekend. Oh, that needs to happen. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us here on the mom voice. If you're not, make sure you're following us wherever you listen, either hit that subscribe button or the follow button, whichever app you use. And if you haven't yet, we are asking to please, please, please Go click that five-star rating button if you don't mind and go shoot us a quick note on the reviews. We would really appreciate it. Lauren just sent me one yesterday and it just made my afternoon. Yeah. I needed it. Such sweet words. So sweet. Uh, so, thank so much. You so much. You can find us over on social medias at at the Mom Voice Podcast. Yes, you can go see what we look like, photos of our kids, husbands, all the things. And we will see you back next week. Anything else, Lauren? That's going to do it. Take care of each other. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.